This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So, Cassidy.com is a fantastic way to connect with people who are sex positive and looking for other sex positive folks. Yes, it is. It's a fantastic way to connect with people in your area and across the country, really around the globe. And it's our way that we use to find friends in our area and when we're traveling. Yeah, currently it is our go-to. Absolutely. There are so many great features of Cassidy. And what I like personally about it is that it's easy to use, very user friendly. And you can actually find out for yourself how user friendly it is by going to our website, frontporchswingers.com, clicking on the Cassidy banner and getting started on a 30 day free trial exclusively for listeners of our podcast. Yeah, get over there and check it out. We hope that you love it. We also have brand new sponsors of the podcast today, which we are so excited to be sharing with you guys. Promescent. Yes, we've used it. They, they were kind enough. Jeff and the folks over at Promescent were nice enough to send us a phenomenal package of stuff. Yes. And we had the opportunity to, to experiment a little bit with the products and they're pretty phenomenal. Yeah, specifically one of the things that we wanted to shout out today because I think it's something that could potentially be of interest to our listeners is their delay spray, Yeah, which we used and I was very impressed with. I've actually used delay sprays with other partners in the past and it typically just numbs everything, including me, which kind of eliminates the entire point. Yeah, I mean, if you're not feeling it, what's the purpose? Exactly. Promescent is not like that. It actually has an absorption technology, so it is not transferring nearly as much of the material to your female partner. Yeah, or partner in general. So, Promescence Delay Spray is a patented target zone technology which allows for fast absorption. It works in just 7 to 10 minutes, which is great for foreplay and allows you next to normal sensitivity, not just numb down there, which is fantastic. It is the only delay spray in North America with a certified clinical study that statistically proves the significant results. And it has a 60-day money-back guarantee, and it ships to you in very discreet packaging, which is fantastic. And we hope that you'll check it out at promescent.com. We'll put that in our show notes for you guys so you can check out all of their products, and we will link directly to the delay spray as we discussed today on our podcast. Yeah, please do so. We really enjoyed using it. They're definitely products that we'll continue to use. They're very, very solid. Absolutely. Yeah. So what have we had going on this week? So we had It's all, been a weird week. <laughs> it has. I mean, we've got a lot going on. And it's funny because I literally, just before we started recording, I'm communicating with a number of single guys, right? We've been talking about this. This has been going on for a few weeks now. Right. And it's just getting weirder. Oh, okay. Because, How? <laughs> well, because well, we were going to meet someone today. Right. Okay. And he, he just sent me an email or a text message basically saying that because of this coronavirus scare, he doesn't want to go out and have a drink. He wants to FaceTime to meet him first. 
okay. I mean, I think a lot of people are doing that though. Uh, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. I think for us specifically, especially in our area we're you know, it's one of those things where you have to decide what's right for you. And you, it's hopefully we're talking about this right now. Hopefully this is something that people will listen to like two months from now and be like, why the fuck were Brendan and Brian talking about that? We're that's old news. That's right. my hope. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I do think a lot of people, I actually read an entire article that was talking about digital dates and how that's become a huge thing, especially in non-monogamous communities. Well, but we were going to meet you for a drink. And if all went well, you we were going to play today. Right. So <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, How does that translate from... So, yeah, I mean, what you should have asked him is like, so FaceTime now and then sex like when coronavirus is done? Or? Yeah, how does that even work? I can't... Listen, I'm sure that there are plenty of folks. I know that like the population is kind of down the middle with this, whether you need to be panic shopping for toilet paper or, you know, just living your normal life. I can't get behind stockpiling shit because of a virus. I just can't do it. So well, it's incredibly selfish too, but yeah, that's I mean, a whole we've different seen subject. It. I mean, we live in a very small town and even our grocery store is literally empty and people are just, they're just rabid about purchasing shit. It's the craziest thing. I was at the store at like seven this morning to get stuff for us for the next couple of days because right. that's how we shop. Right. And you would have thought that it was the apocalypse taking place at 7 a.m. It was the craziest thing ever. I just can't wrap my head around it. And you know, you're a single dude. We've been chatting about this hooking up and meeting. For days. For, for the better part of two weeks. Right. And now you want to FaceTime us and then what exactly? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get that. So I, I'm, maybe I'm, maybe it's me. I'm lost. I'm not buying it. I don't. I can't buy into the craziness. Well, so. I think the sex positive community in general is kind of in this weird limbo right now because yeah. it's like you want to. Part of you, the logical part, hopefully, wants to continue living your life and having fun and doing the things that bring you joy. And then there's this other part of you that is scared by what's going on. And so yeah. you don't know exactly how to handle the situation. And especially when you're talking about swapping saliva with people that you don't see on a normal basis. For sure. Yeah, there's some additional risk there. And I think, you know, it's really, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think we're going to continue to deal with this kind of shit. It's weird. I think you and I have to have a serious conversation about how we're going to proceed with this whole thing. You know, it's interesting. Well, I don't know. We're going to proceed like we normally do. I, you know, we went to the gym today. There were two people there besides us. Right. It's the craziest shit. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Stay out. I love it. I like the gym <laughs> to myself. Everybody just go away. Right, right. But it's like there's no traffic on the road. And of course, we've got a foot of snow outside because it's been relentlessly snowing here for like 48 hours. But nobody's out. Nobody wants to meet for a drink. Right. We're, it's like we're going to now be digital with each other. I just can't wrap my head around that. Well, I think the big thing with that is when is the cutoff? So he's yeah. saying he wants to FaceTime with us now. What if this goes on for six months? Does that mean for six months we, you know, I fucking show my tits to him on FaceTime and then maybe six months down the road we have sex? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I don't I don't know and I don't care because I'm not living that way. Right, so, I'm not either. And in six months we'll be on the road and that'll be the end of it anyway. So I'm just not, I'm not doing it. I just find it so strange. But you know, this is not a conversation that he and I have had up until like five minutes before we started this. Which this is what really recording. pisses me off because what it yeah. really is is his way of flaking on us <laughs> and using the coronavirus as a fucking excuse. Yeah, so that's like that's like the next evolution, right? That's what we're <laughs> going to use as the excuse now. Oh, I, I really wanted to make it, but you know, this whole coronavirus thing. It's no coronavirus longer work thing. or kids. It's uh, now coronavirus. Yeah. That is your new reason to fucking puss out. <laughs> yeah, we just gave single guys one more reason to not show up on a date. Exactly. So yeah, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> 
Anyway, I just that's the first time that's happened. I thought it was strange. Yeah. I've not seen that before. Well, we're very lucky, too, to live in an area where coronavirus, it's not prevalent here. Well, I think there's two cases. Uh, the third, the woman's not even here. She's in Maryland. But also what we just found out yesterday is that a bunch of folks who have either second homes here or live like in the L.A. area are now flocking to Montana. Yes. Because they're like, oh, well, you guys got much less of it than we do, and they're coming this way. Which is so fucking illogical. Let's think <laughs> about know. that for a so second. You're getting, on a, yeah, you're getting <laughs> on a plane to come here with 200 other people. Um, I just don't, I can't follow the logic. Plus, the reason we don't have it here is because nobody's fucking coming in, so stay yeah. out. <laughs> and it was one degree today. I don't know how this thing, if it survives in sub-zero temperatures, but uh, it's going to be a tough go here. Yeah, it's you interesting. Know? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, I found it. I found it interesting. Well, we are not uh, self-isolating at this point. We are continuing no. to live our damn lives and yes. have fun and, you know, hopefully meet some people very soon. Yeah, not this guy. We're not meeting this cat. No, I'm not FaceTime. I'm no, sorry. It's I just mean, weird. That's I what I do with my grandmother when she wants to talk to me. Yeah. She lives across the country. Yeah, I just can't do it. So. <laughs> yeah. so anyway, yeah, I just, yeah. So a single guy tip of the week. If you're not prepared to meet people... Maybe don't engage. Yeah, communicate that. I think that's the big thing. Don't talk to us for two weeks. Make plans with us. And then at the last minute, all of a sudden decide that you're not going to show up. If this is a concern for you or if anything related to your health is a concern, speak up immediately so we don't fucking waste our time. Well, and if you're really seriously not, like if you're serious about not meeting someone face to face because you're concerned about being out in public, then... Just stop communicating with people at this point and get back involved when you think you're ready. Oh, it's so true. Why the fuck are you on these sites? If yeah, you're... what do you? Well, he reached out to us. Like, why are you reaching out to me? Right. You're responding to our ad. Right. Why are you doing that? If That's you silly. intended to meet digitally. Right. You know, I just I don't understand it. So yeah, single guys, either get in the pool. You know, get like both feet in or. Get the fuck out. Yeah. One or the other. We respect your decision either way. Just don't fuck with us. Yeah. Reach out to us in 90 days when this thing has been forgotten about or on to something else. Oh, God. You know, it's so weird. I hope so. So, on the uh, subject of single guys. Yes. I didn't tell you this yet. Okay. Everyone, I'm sure by now, who listens to the show is familiar with our one of our very first episodes. I don't know. It was episode three, four, The Two Minute Man. Okay. Jay. Jay. Jay reached back out to us. No, he didn't. Only Jay doesn't know who he's talking to. Oh, God. So I'm going to tell Jay today. He doesn't know yet. We've just been communicating, but he's got the same email address that we had the last time. And he's sending us, sending his information to a different email address that we're using. Right. So he doesn't realize it's us and he hasn't seen our pictures yet. Oh, dang. So he has no idea. I kind of feel bad for him now. No, I'm going to tell him who we are. See, here's the thing that with Jay, I totally would have given him a second yes, shot. Yes, he never reached back out. We even said it on that episode. I, you said like if he reached out, what would you do or, or something right. like that? Maybe it was a subsequent episode. But the point is, if he would have reached out and said, hey, that didn't necessarily go as planned. Can we give it another shot? Right. I would have said yes, because yes. to me, it's like. You know, I was attracted to him well enough anyway. Yeah. He was a nice guy. I did not like how he showed up dressed. He'd have to be so much better in that regard and right. obviously more prepared. But I think everyone deserves a second shot. And I mean, unless it's something really fucking Yeah, some vile heinous, shit. But yeah. he, this is not somebody I would have written off altogether. No, no, no. He was a very nice guy. I enjoyed meeting him. I met him a couple of times because I had actually met him face to face first. And then you and I met him. He came by, of course, when we were together. So yeah, I totally would have. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna talk to him. He doesn't know it's us. So I'm just curious, kind of see what his what like his temperature is. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see what he's feeling like when he realizes who it is. Because you know he didn't reach back out because he was embarrassed. 
Yeah, which I can understand. Yeah, totally. So let's see if he's kind of gotten over. It's been like a year and a half or something like that, close to two years. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, 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 yes. So So he's obviously still interested in being in this space. Yeah, he's clearly. I wonder if he's had more experiences and experiences and has kind of learned. I would hope so. You know, the not the right way, but the better way to behave. (laughs) He's kind of gotten some behavior patterns down. I don't know. I hope so. Maybe we'll find out. We'll see if he like totally disappears when I tell him who we are and send him our picture like, hey, you remember us? It'll be really fucking funny. I'm super curious to see if it's uh, if that's him. Oh, I mean, it's, it's him. I'm just curious to see what he says. Yeah. Yeah, his email is exactly the same. It's a very odd email. As soon as I saw it, I went, oh, shit, it's Jay. 100%. That's so funny. Yes, I love it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Stay tuned for potentially part two of the Two Minute Man. I think you just want this to happen because of the novelty of it. You want to see like... Oh, my God. How do you not make this happen? <laughs> Right? How do you not make this happen? And he actually sent pictures. Yeah. It's him. It's 100% him. Well, that's cool. Yeah. He followed the instructions. He was one of the very few that did and sent pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's him. No doubt. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so we've had some uh, some correspondence with some folks. Well, so I want to talk about something that happened yesterday. Yes, let's do that. Because it was hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really something. And I am very excited about the prospect of this. So I reached out to a woman. I saw her via a site that we use. Yeah, our BDSM site. Yes. And she had commented on someone's photo. And typically, I don't find women attractive enough that I'm like, ooh, I need to reach out to her. But for whatever reason, her profile pic was one that I was like, I need to talk to this woman. She was hot. Yeah. And so (laughs) I reached out to her and she reached back out and said, I hate communicating here. Can we kick? And I said, sure. So we started communicating there and it got steamy quickly. Yeah. No shit. Because I saw the pictures that she sent you. You (laughs) sent them to me and they are really something. She's super fucking cute. Yeah, so she's in her early to mid-20s. Yes. And just very cute, very much my type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's kind of, she's thicker and brunette and has these beautiful eyes and beautiful tits. Yes, she does. I saw them. They're they're quite something. (laughs) I sent you a picture. I did ask her consent before I sent that to you. But what I really liked is this is somebody who doesn't have a ton of experience in the BDSM world, but she definitely has the basics down already. So for example, before she sent that pic, she said, I would love to show you a little bit more of me. Would that be okay? Nice. Fuck yeah. yeah. Consent. You're awesome. Well, there's the difference. We talk about it all the time, right? The space between BDSM and ethical non-monogamy when they, are, when they don't intersect. People in the quote unquote swinger space a lot of times don't understand how important consent is, particularly in the BDSM world. Without consent in BDSM, there is n- there's no play. There's nothing. Right. It doesn't exist. Well, they take it so seriously because you have to, because a lot of times you're doing dangerous things. And if you don't have somebody's consent, I mean, Jesus, what could possibly happen? A lot. Everything. Everything can happen. A lot of bad shit. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, you know, whether it's sensory deprivation or needle play or any of that. You get into some, you know, some dangerous areas. Impact if you don't have that level of consent. So 
kudos to her. Great job. Yeah. So she and I exchanged a couple of photos and then it pretty quickly got into fantasy discussion. And nice. I was very turned on. I actually haven't even told you some of the things that we've discussed. No, but do it, tell. Well, fortunately, <laughs> she's into older guys. So thank goodness I'm I'm part of that group. She enjoys older men. Yes. And she also is incredibly submissive and has a fantasy of being dominated by a couple. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. And we talked a lot about potential restraints like she wants to she's never used a spreader bar but the idea of that really turns her on for unfortunately those you, for her we have one <laughs> for those of you who don't know what that is that's a bar that keeps your legs separated and your each of your ankles is restrained to one end of the bar right. and it's super hot because depending on the position you're in it can really give you the person with the penis a lot of <laughs> leverage to really fuck hard well also there is a like on our spreader bar there is an eye hook in the center of it so you can i can literally attach your wrists bind your wrists and, and attach your wrist to that bar as well and you're completely immobile yes it's and very, it's super hot it's very nice so one of the scenes for example that she and i talked about was her being in the spreader bar and me holding her legs up as high as they would go and sitting on her face <laughs> while you fuck her. Nice. Nice. So it was a lot of that kind of discussion. It got very explicit very quickly. And of course, I am fucking dripping wet at this whole thing because she's beautiful, which is why I reached out to her. And we yeah. just had this kind of digital chemistry already yeah she's super fucking cool and then we start talking about all these incredibly sexy things that are interesting to her and of course i'm not gonna say no to any of that ever because right. it's all fucking hot well it explains exactly why what happened last night happened because <laughs> you were like it was like Mount Vesuvius so last night with you. I texted you while she and I were still texting and I told you what was going on. And yeah. I think what I said was like, I am so hot and bothered right now. All I can think about is sex. Yeah. Literally all I can think about. And so by the time I got home, I mean, all night, I my hands are all over you. My hands are on your cock. Yeah. We're sitting on the couch and I'm rubbing on your cock. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're trying to have dinner, like your hands under the table. I'm like, what are you doing? What's yeah. going on? I couldn't help myself. Yeah, you were super worked up. Yeah, she's a cutie. That's going to be fun. So potentially, maybe, we, maybe we'll meet her next weekend. That's the plan right now. So yeah. we'll see how She'll that be goes. Fun. That'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, we talked about that. She's obviously much younger than me, uh, even more so than, than you. But we, uh, we had that conversation. I mean, it's like if, if someone is okay with, you know, that's your age, it's okay with me being 50, I can't really discriminate because she's younger, you know? So yeah, right. we're going to give it a shot and, and see what happens. Should yeah. be fun. We'll see. Yeah, so between that young lady and the myriad of single guys that I have been corresponding with, and it's as many as I'm gonna I'm gonna conservatively estimate it at 25. Do literally. you think that that's a problem though? Because there's so many that we don't know which ones make sense at so this point. So here's what I think, and we have talked about this before. It's a it's not. I don't want to call it a problem. I certainly don't want to use the word epidemic because we've used enough of that shit <laughs> as of late. But I think it's very telling about what's going on in our community in particular. Now, of course, I know no matter where you live, you put out an ad for single guys and it's like the floodgates open up. Right. But to put this into perspective, we are in a very small, very small place. And to have that much correspondence with guys over the course of weeks, I mean, it's uh, that, that 25 are the guys that I have regularly corresponded with at least more than once. There's probably another 50 that I have totally blown off because they just can't follow protocol and they're completely fucked up. They're shooting out dick pics. They're saying howie. Instantly. Li instantly. Like, no bullshit. A phone number and a picture of a cock. 
Do you know how many times I've gotten that? That's horrible. Bonus single guy tip of the week. Do not put your fucking phone number in an email. The first email you cor- you you send is just a phone number and a picture of your cock. That is so sketch. It's so fucking really, dude. Come <laughs> on. I mean, that's like that's that's way past even like guys who don't get it. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. like borderline mental instability. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, here's my random phone number, stranger, yeah. and my cock. By the way, that just shows me you make poor life choices, and oh, I cannot have your yeah. dick anywhere near me. I cannot. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's what's been happening. But it is very telling. It's clear that there's something going on, like in our community, <laughs> that all of these guys are thirsting for action. Yeah. Right. What is happening? Now we see this. We go out a lot. I mean, we you know we go to our regular haunts, but we see a lot of times like a bunch of single women or, or women not with couple, not not coupled unless they're with another woman. We don't really know that they're not necessarily a couple, but we see lots of groups of gals that are not like, and there's no guys around. Right. Right. It's weird. We were out the other day. Was it Saturday that we were out last Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, a. we were in a, one of our favorite places. It was completely full of women. There was like one other guy besides me. Right. It was very it strange. It was a taco fest. It was awesome. Yeah. I was, yeah, it was awesome. It was, but <laughs> I was, I really, it was very strange. I thought, what is going yeah, on? Yeah. Cause that's definitely not the norm where we live. No, no, no. Now we are definitely population wise, more men to women. It's like two and a half to, to one, but it was very, very obvious that there were there were no dudes. Right. So what the hell is going on? I don't know. I really don't know, but I've definitely noticed that Are people that just as not well. banging here? Like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I think the problem is we've discussed this before, and I bet that there are some areas in the United States or wherever where people can relate to this, but I personally think a big part of it is that the guys here don't fucking get it. They aren't yeah. doing what they need to do to get laid, and therefore they've kind of just given up. I really honestly believe that's what yeah. it is. They're not dressing up. They're not going to the bars because they're like, well, I know I'm not going to get any action tonight, so what's the fucking point? Well, we see it, again, we see this all the time. Like, we'll be out, and if there is a couple, or there's a, just a bunch of dudes hanging out, they look like they slept in their clothes, nobody combs their hair. Yep. Like, they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's just not necessary. Well, why as far as the fuck concerned. would a woman want to lay you when you're not putting in any effort? Well, you're also just sending a fucking phone number and a picture of your <laughs> cock. That's Once the again, equi- no effort. Yeah, that's the equivalent of, like, not wearing clean clothes and running a fucking bra through your hair should yep. you have any you know <laughs> just throwing a ball cap on and just running out the door with your dirty fucking work boots and, yeah. yeah it's like come on it's so fucking crazy yeah yeah you know it but is. i think it's all part and parcel of that because these guys are like it's they're eager piranhas eager, in eager, the water eager. yes yeah they're, they're smelling the blood in the water there's chum there they're very eager for sure well so there's a couple of guys that are definitely in the mix this cat that wanted a facetime uh he was one of them yeah. But this is weird. Like, you want to meet digitally, don't want to meet in person, but want to bang. Yeah. I'm not buying So why it. are you responding to a sex ad? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff that's potentially happening. This week is going to be a lot of fun. You're playing with Clint tomorrow. Yes. Which will be a good time. Very excited for that. Yeah, because you want him to fuck you in your asses, which is what you told me yesterday. Yeah. Which is why you got it in the ass last night, because you were naughty. <laughs> So just, it had nothing to do with me coming out with a plug-in? Well, yeah, that certainly does help. Oh, okay. Uh, and you were so fucking worked up anyway from this text conversation you were having oh, with this gal. I was still wet hours later. Yeah, it's so crazy. You were <laughs> It was ridiculous. So we've had a lot of correspondence with a lot of listeners and, uh, and our patrons as well. 
that want to hear more about our sex life, which I think is interesting. I think it's I think it's telling. I think that we touch on our sex life, but it's almost always in relation to when we're having sex with other people, or I should say after we have sex with other yes. people. We obviously talk a lot about the reconnection part of our sex, yes. which is great and hot, but it's one element of our sexual identities together. And I think people who listen to us, especially who listen every single week, right. are curious about kind of the rest of our sex life. No question. And so, yeah, I mean, our sex life is... I, you know, we talked about this briefly last night after we had sex for a few minutes. You know, we wonder how out of the ordinary... We didn't have sex for a few minutes. We talked for a few minutes. We talked for a few minutes. <laughs> no, we were wiped out after having sex. We had like five minutes of conversation. But we talked about how ordinary is our sex life by comparison to other people. Right. And we've looked at these statistics. They're, they're very bizarre yeah. for the most part. And then we got into the conversation of, well, so of those one, the people who are having sex 1.5 times a week, which apparently is the national average, is there oral? Is there anal? Like, is there any variation other than straight up missionary, five minutes of sex? Would you say like the average for the week was like 15 minutes? No, no. The average sex session in the United States lasts 10 minutes. Right. But so basically. So that means if you're having sex one and a half times per week on average, you're having sex 15 minutes per week on average. Yeah. That's just crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So, you know, listen, if that's your thing, you know, knock it out. You want to get a quickie? Cool. You know, but. But that's not. But that's that's, my point. That's not a quickie for most people. If that's your average, you're not considering it a quickie. No, that's your thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's hard for us to really kind of discern what is ordinary and what isn't, I guess. Not only because of our sex life, but also because we're inundated with conversations with lifestyle people. And we know that lifestyle people tend to have more sex and more just interesting sex lives in general. For sure. Yeah, our friends do. Yeah, absolutely. We know that there's no shortage of... Our friends are not having a shortage of sex. No. That is not a thing that's happening. Right. You know, but we have an inordinate amount of sex and it's very rough normally and aggressive. Very much the uh, the BDSM, BDSM space as it pertains to impact. Well, it's really interesting because when we first started having sex, when we first started engaging with each other, period, we expected to be in a strict BDSM dynamic. That's how it started. Yeah. And a lot of our play in the beginning was me being tied up, you providing impact play, me calling you sir, and very protocol driven play. Yes. And that's what we both wanted at that time. Our relationship was was very protocol driven even at that point. Yes, it was. And it was hot. I liked it. Yeah. But we evolved from that. We fell in love with each other. And that love really made our sex life turn into something completely different that neither of us were expecting, but obviously we love. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, it branched into, well, you know, I think it's like a lot of things like it's it, we take things to the extreme a lot of times. It's like, OK, we've we've crossed that line. So let's try to cross this line. Right. And then let's take that to another level. And, yeah, we're, we're constantly we're just eager and thirsty for new experiences, particularly those of a sexual nature. Yes, which I love about us because I think it's one of those things where so many couples get in a rut. They do the same thing over and over and over again. We will never be those people because we're not built for that. No, 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 no. Not even a little bit. So should we dive in a little bit into what our sex looks like? Sure. Go ahead. (laughs) So we've talked about it many times, but a lot of our play is very primal. And I think we've touched on what primal play is for us specifically, but I think we should dive into it a little bit more in depth because it's super fucking hot. Plus it's what we did last night. It is exactly what we did last night. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and break that down a little. Okay. So 
our sex always starts the exact same way. <laughs> we're, we're creatures of habit in just one way, which is I almost always come out of getting ready, whether it's lotioning myself up, putting on lingerie, putting in a plug, which happens every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, we go to the farmer's market regularly. <laughs> yes, and I can't, so I come out of wherever I'm getting ready and you are typically sitting and stroking your cock. <laughs> yeah, because I'm normally waiting for you. Now, there are the occasions where you are done before I am or I'm doing something, so I have to kind of play catch up. And then I'll jump in the shower and then you're kind of waiting on me. But typically, I'm waiting for you because you're doing the lotion, the shower, the lingerie, the anal plug, whatever the case may be. And I'll have like whatever impact stuff we're going to use usually laid out if we're at home. Which turns me on so much coming out of like, for the, for example, the restroom, if I'm coming out getting ready and then I, I see, you know, our flogger sitting there and our paddle and the cane or whatever you're going to use on me. It's like, oh, this is the plan for tonight. And then I'm right. immediately excited. Yeah. So you know exactly what, well, you know pretty much what's coming. Yeah. Yeah, of course, we have the sex light on. Yes. We have, we have a light on that we refer to as the sex light. So there's no misunderstanding in our house. When that light is on, sex is going down. Yes. That's a thing. Absolutely. Yeah, Which so is every night, basically. Every night. Yeah, so the light, sick, the light pretty much just stays on. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so like it's the last thing I do before I either get in, you know, sit down on the couch in the bedroom or get in bed, but that light goes on. Yes. And yeah. then I stroll over to you, whether you're on the bed or on the couch that's in our bedroom. Yeah. And I always start by licking your balls. Typically. Yeah, <laughs> Almost always. Typically. I love licking your balls because you make these amazing noises. You are. Well, because I really like it. <laughs> you're obviously very responsive to my tongue on your balls yes as most people are and you actually like them sucked fairly hard which i had never experienced before i was with you it's obviously there's a threshold but you have not crossed that threshold at this point no at all our friend hannah does an amazing job of that as well it's almost like you two went to the same school for that <laughs> so it's essentially it's very very similar she has the same level of kind of pressure and you know that kind of thing yeah um so it's yeah it's, it's quite nice actually well it's similar to how i like my pussy licked actually i'll go back and forth between suction and licking and suction and licking yeah. And you seem to really enjoy those two in conjunction with each other. Yeah, it's a nice combination. And then I typically start sucking your cock. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I love to choke on it. Yes. What you do, like I don't even just, I don't even have to force you down on it. You, I do because that's part of our play, but you just do it kind of arbitrarily. Well, what I was going to say is that's typically how everything starts. Like when I'm licking and sucking on your balls and I very first start sucking your cock, it's very much like I'm in control of what's going on down there. We're easing into things. Right. And as soon as I feel your hand on the back of my head getting ready to force me down on your cock, that's when I know, okay, shit is going down. Yeah, it, it's yeah. time. Yeah, we're going into a much higher gear at that point. Yeah, because by then I'm I'm super worked up, obviously. And then it's obviously it's time for impact. That's usually what happens. It's that primal like, you know, I'll, I'll usually sometimes you'll have your hair in a ponytail or I'll put it in a ponytail while you're sucking my cock. And I'll pretty much lead you around by that and, you know, get you on the bed or on the floor or whatever the case may be. Right. But even when you're providing impact play, which impact play is a little bit different from primal yeah. play. But even when you're getting ready to, for example, flog me, you start by really gripping onto my ass or gripping onto my hips. Yeah. You have a certain level of leverage that you're using on my body to let me know, hey, I'm in control here. Right. You're going to do as I say. And that drives me fucking insane. Yeah, they're nonverbal cues that at this point we now both understand. And what's interesting is when I had that very heavy, very heavy impact session with Hannah, as we continued our play, 
she fell right into 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 the motion. Like she knew that if my hand was in a certain place or my hands were in a certain place or we were in a certain position, she knew what was basically coming next and just kind of fell right into it. It was really a, a very comfortable situation. But that happens obviously with us because we're so familiar with one another. Yeah. Well, it's cool that it happened with someone that was so new too. Yeah. She just, yeah, it was really very, very smooth, very, very seamless. Yeah, so typically when we are playing, we then go from, like I said, kind of that gripping you, letting me know, quote unquote, who's boss, granted, just in the bedroom, people. For We're sure. very much a balanced couple. Yeah, I tell people all way. the time, I am not the boss of me. <laughs> yes, you are. Don't yeah. tell people I am that. not my own boss. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I typically we go into some type of impact play and it really varies. And what I love about our play specifically is that you are equally as good with pretty much every impact play toy we have available at our disposal. And it's a lot. And I think my favorite is probably the cane though. Yeah, you do like the cane. The cane is very, you got to be very careful, especially if you've never used one before. Certainly if you've never been, it's not an implement that you've had used on you before. You can you can get a little carried away with it. You've got to be very cautious with it. That's one of those toys that even you and I, it's it starts out light. Yes. And you have to kind of build up to it because it's like a switch. You know, it's a very thin piece of bamboo and it can get real sketchy real fast. Yeah, I think you specifically have to be very careful with knowing my sounds. And yeah. obviously, if you are a newer couple in the lifestyle, or really a couple in the lifestyle in general that wants to, I should I should say the BDSM lifestyle. Yeah. If you want to get into that world, you need to have safe words, which we've talked about several times well, you before. Shouldn't, you shouldn't start with the cane if this is new for you. <laughs> no. You know, we've talked about this. Spanking is probably the best way to start that impact. And then maybe moving into a flogger, but the cane is not a toy for the novice. That's intermediate play for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be real careful with that. You will break skin real quick. Yeah. There's yeah. been a couple times you it's gotten away yeah. from you and yeah. it's definitely left some welt. So you have to be careful. For sure. It gets really serious very quickly. And we have it like a, we have multiple paddles. I've made a couple and then we have like a neoprene paddle that's very heavy. It's for those of you who are my age, it would be referred to kind of as a blackjack. It's very heavy. It's leaded in the front. It, it's very heavy. And if you don't play with that thing properly, it, I mean, hitting someone in the head with it would certainly knock them out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you got to be real careful with it. <laughs> Oddly enough, you like that on your boobs the most. I do. I love it. Yeah. So it's a lot of impact play. And then typically we kind of intermix the, from there, the primal play with our sex. Yeah. yeah. Primal so, is, is our, I think really our signature when it comes to in, like, Basic when it comes to intercourse, it's our it's it's the primal play. It's the the biting, the growling, the grabbing, the squeezing, the hair pulling, the choking. Yeah, you know the slapping. These are things that are very much staples in our sexual repertoire. Well, and why I love it so much is because I can just let go of everything in my head. It's like in that moment, I just feel. You know, whatever is going on, I'm just able to feel it. And mm -hmm. I don't think, which is a big fucking deal for me because my brain is really active and crazy right. and scattered. So the ability for you to provide a certain amount of, of stimulation so that I can just leave all of that behind is awesome. And it's what helps me come over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, you just, you're in your, you're, you're typically thinking of so much, like there's so many things in your head and you get very easily distracted, like throughout the course of the day. If we're even like just earlier, we're in the kitchen cooking. Like we were, I was asking you to do something for me. You just walked away and did something else. It's like, you see something shiny, you just go the other direction. Sex is like the one time where you're Focused. S singularly focused, like sniper focused. 
And then you're, you know, that's easy to kind of control. Focus on your, that cock. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to control your your mannerisms, you know, your that sexual energy because you are focused in that moment. You're not thinking five steps ahead like you normally do. You're just like in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. I think one of the things that I love most, we actually did this last night. It was while you were still fucking me before you fucked my ass. Yes. <laughs> and you were fucking me from behind. So I was completely flat on my stomach and mm-hmm. you were fucking me from behind. And you had my whole bun yeah. of hair <laughs> in yeah. your hand. You were yanking it and you were saying kind of naughty things. And then at one point you grasped me around the neck and yeah. pulled me up even more. So at this point, like my back is extended. You're arched. Yeah. And I, my head is now up by my ears right by your mouth and you're saying these amazing dirty things to me but you're breathing hot air right in my ear while you're doing that so it's just once again that one extra sensation that just sends shivers down my spine while you're fucking me it's so hot well and a lot of what a lot of our sex and people have asked us this like what you know what is the not just the primary kind of type of sex that we have as it as it pertains to you know the primal play and that kind of thing but it's a lot of it, it sounds it's it's senses yes you know it's not just the actual the slapping and the paddling and all those things a lot of times it's some of those things combined yes but it's certainly like the anticipatory piece of it not knowing like what's going to happen next like last night you had a plug-in that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have anal sex but certainly that lets me know that you're that you want it I'm potentially and it. you're open to it. So you just don't know when that's going to happen. Right. Right. Or what stage in pl- in the play that that's going to happen. Or like last night, for example, how rough it's going to be. Well, do we want to talk about Cause that? Because it was. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was incredibly rough. So yeah, you fucked my pussy first. Then you took the plug out. And I was already very warmed up. I had been kind of playing with my ass in the bathroom before I came out. Yeah, you were in the bathtub, which apparently you shared on Snapchat. And I didn't get to see. <laughs> well, you got to fuck my ass. So yeah. you didn't miss out on anything. No, I don't think I missed out. But I didn't see the Snapchat. Yeah. So I was very well warmed up, which you can tell. You can tell when I'm looser yeah. and ready. And so instead of really warming me up, you basically just rammed your cock in. I Great. Granted, sure you use plenty of lube. Yeah, of course. But you totally just ran my ass. Yes, I totally did. And I used our promescent lube, by the way, which was provided by the promescent folks. And it's quite nice. Yes. What I loved, though, is so you enter me and you start growling. Once again, yeah. an element of that primal play. It's like you in that moment aren't thinking about anything other than how good it feels to be inside my ass. And the noises you're making reflect that. And it's incredibly sexy. Well, you you basically had your ass up in the air. You were on all fours on the bed you're you're kind of face down like kind of a downward dog kind of style and your ass which is quite round was up (laughs) in the air so i hadn't i mean literally felt like i had no choice i had to do it (laughs) you had no choice yeah i had to do it and uh it was it was certainly aggressive there's no doubt about it yeah it was lovely so we get like i said we get asked that question a lot and yeah so our sex is is very regularly aggressive that's usually how it starts and ends. Yes, definitely. We also use a ton of like fun toys though. Like we, we have, have our violet wand. Yes. We have lots of impact play toys. We have nipple clamps. I mean, literally two chests full of nothing but toys that we use very regularly. Dildos of all shapes and sizes, vibrators of all shapes and sizes, cock rings. I mean, you name it, we've got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's quite the uh, array. The 
the buffet of toys, if you if you will. Yeah, and it gives us so many different options, which is yeah. cool. We'll literally never get bored between no. fucking other people and fucking each other, especially with all these apparatuses, apparati. Apparati? Yeah, <laughs> let's go with apparati. Well, it's even our floggers. I mean, we've got probably six different variations, whether it's a thinness or a thickness or a metal. We have a metal flogger that was nice. Hannah gave us, which she was nice enough to give to us. So there's even variations within the toys, which is really kind of nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. We keep it it spicy. I really enjoy our stuff. To say the least. least. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we enjoy it. I mean, it's it's just become a big part of who we are as a couple. Well, I think it's also our love language. It's it is. the way that we choose to connect with each other. It's the way that we best communicate with each other, which I know some people won't understand, but right. it's like we know during sex what the other person needs. Yeah, well, it's also one of those things where like when we've, if either of us or both of us in the unfortunate time of the day that that happens, that we have a rough day, shit, you know, things were shitty at work or you know whatever the case may be, by the time that we have gotten to the point where we are now going to connect sexually, all of that stuff really goes out the window. And then even if we haven't had, you know, a real high level of communication throughout the course of the evening because we just kind of wanted to turn off from the day, turn our minds off, by the time we get to the point where we're going to have sex, it's it changes everything. Communication then becomes highly elevated. Yes. And afterwards, it's like all of that shit just went away. It really, it's you like know? we cleansed ourselves. Sex is what cleanses us of all of the bullshit going on. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened yesterday. Granted, this is not the sexiest thing, but there's a lot of shit going on in our world. And oh, I feel like it's impacted so us. Yeah. And the ability to like leave all of that behind for an hour and focus on nothing but you and your cock and my ass was fucking amazing. It's exactly what we needed to get us back to normal, our level of normal. Well, and we've talked to a lot of hot wife couples as well. And... A lot of times those conversations are, well, you wrote an article or are writing an article for ASN. And basically, you know, the gist of it is what gets the ladies' juices flowing as it pertains to being in the hot wife space. Why are they, you know, what works for them? Or, you know, how do they get to the point where they are so much, you know, so so excited about it and enjoying it? Well, like last night, it was rough and it was it was hot and super passionate. But when you started talking about you playing with Clint tomorrow because you were basically asking if it was okay if he fucked you in the ass tomorrow yes well that's what you and i were already doing right so once you start like that line of conversation let's call it it just gets ramped up yes you know so that the the hot wife component in our intimacy i mean it just drives everything you know into the red Yes. You know, it just pushes it into the red. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it really is. So that's part of it for us. That's That love language is a real thing and it is absolutely our, you know, that's ours for sure. It's that aggressive, heated, you know, kind of passionate intimacy that, that you know, just, I mean, it just brings us together no matter what else is going on. Yeah. You know, just doesn't matter. I love it. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Cool. So... Well, I hope that has answered some questions and I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Uh, or it's probably going to spark some questions, one or the other. Some sexy little snid, uh, snidbits, some tidbits on our relationship and our sex. And, you know, hopefully it'll spice some things up for you on this uh, Monday or Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to our podcast. Yeah, you know, a lot, lots going on out there. I think people need some positivity. You know, it'd be good for everybody. Just lots go- of people self-isolating. Don't forget your partner, you know, yeah. maybe you guys can try something different. Yeah, we are not fortunate enough to be in a 
a place where we have to quarantine because if we were locked down together for 14 days, it'd be fucking insane. We would not get anything done. I was like, we'd clean the house. We would work on our website. You're like, no, we just fuck. No, 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 we wouldn't do any of those things. Now, we have gotten a lot done today, oddly enough, because we have a lot of shit going on. Yes. Uh, But yeah, I mean, normally it would just not be the case. For 14 days, yeah, we'd be just fine. Yeah, tired, but just fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, if you're self-isolating, maybe don't be so worried about toilet paper and get yourself like a new flogger or dildo yeah, just, or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't see anybody buying a whole bunch of lube. Where, where are the folks buying lube and condoms? Because there were the two aisles in the grocery store that oddly enough have not been fucked with. It was the ice cream. And then you go into the pharmacy, plenty of condoms, all the lube, all that stuff. No one's fucking with any of that. Are you fucking kidding me? No. No. No paper towels, no toilet paper, no no tissues. So what are people going to do for 14 days? Eat canned goods like we saw the the and lady with the 200 cans of cream, cream, uh, cream corn. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, better have a bunch of toilet paper if you got that much cream corn. But, Ew. you know, condoms and, uh, and lube and ice cream. Nobody's fucking with it. What's wrong with you people? That's crazy. Why are you not... My first two things I would stock up on. Yeah. Why are you not licking ice cream off of each other? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. What is wrong oh with God, people? Oh, God, that's funny. I don't get it. So, yeah, get after it, folks. Condoms and lube. Stop fucking around. You know, that's what we should stock up on. We'll just go to a store and buy a bunch of that, see what kind of response we get. No, we're not panic buying. We're not assholes. I know. It would just be fun. <laughs> I need all the condoms, please. We have plenty. We do. But anyway, you know, never have too much. So we have a special announcement for you guys. We are going to be putting out some bonus material very yeah. soon, yes. which we're really excited about. I think one of the things that we're most looking forward to over the next year, I guess really just for the future of FPS in general, is bringing different perspectives and different types of material to you guys. And that's why we're going to have a bonus series yeah. called Sex on Your Terms. Yeah, so probably what we're thinking is we're going to do it i think we're going to start putting some out on maybe thursdays every thursday of the week that we do put out some bonus material right not every single thursday but no but when we do it'll probably be on a thursday and so we've got some interviews lined up with some very cool people we basically want to do some things that we don't ordinarily do on the show like talk to different types of people that we wouldn't ordinarily speak to on the show or interview on the show right um that are sex positive they're in the sexuality space not necessarily just uh you know the quote-unquote swinger space but you know the ethical non-monogamy space and they're just they're interesting people they're fun they've got phenomenal stories and so we just have a lot of content and we just can't cram it into you know the one week kind of uh episode we also don't want to change the format of what is what we love doing which is talking about sexy dirty shit yeah just talking (laughs) shit and talking about sex and yeah so we don't want to kind of convolute the space with that uh so we will have some bonus material we are actually getting ready to talk to some very cool people uh this week and looking forward to that and uh last week actually we had an amazing chat with some cool folks last week yeah and uh, so we've got some very cool things happening so that bonus material the sex on your terms series it'll be not weekly, but certainly monthly, bi-monthly, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. We'll make sure to throw it up on our social media, which if you're not already following us, you need to. Yes. We're on Twitter and Instagram at FP Swingers, especially Instagram. Follow us over there because that one, I get to post a lot of like fun stories and shit. Although Twitter is like naughtier. So just much follow naughty. us on both actually. Yeah, much naughtier. <laughs> and our Patreons, you know, our patrons get a lot of bonus material. We do a bonus episode every week for our patrons. Typically goes out on Tuesday. The bonus material that we're going to be putting out for everyone 
will benefit them as well because they're going to get more bonus material. So much shit coming. Yeah, very cool stuff. Our Patreon is going to be a a very cool, much even cooler place than it is right now, and it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Our Telegram group is the shit, uh, and that's going to be uh, it's going to be a very cool place to be. I also have a very fun announcement. We hit 90 Patreon members. Yes, we've got some cool folks. Which is fucking amazing. I would love to hit triple digits, not only because, you know, it just looks cool, one zero zero or higher. That's pretty badass. But, you know, also just because we love when people jump on board and are communicating with us in all the different ways that we offer exclusively to our Patreon members, such as our Telegram group, our secret Telegram group, Naughty Snapchat. Some people totally got to see me fingering my pussy in the bathtub yesterday (laughs) yeah i didn't even get to see that i need to go back and look at that so there's some really fun uh bonus material available there as well and we would love if you would hop on over there see the different tiers and get signed up it's it supports us immensely and we would just really appreciate all of the support yeah and we love interacting with our folks on telegram it's uh so we've i guess we have basically we can say we've reinstated wiener wednesday yeah so that's now another thing we've been doing we were doing that for a while got away from it and, uh, you know, the ladies really bring the heat every Tuesday and Thursday because it's like Titty Tuesday. Then it's Thong Thursday or Thongless Thursday, as it turns out. So the guys thought we should bring back Wiener Wednesday, which is a lot of fun. So, you so know. it'll be probably the only place you ever see Brian's cock. So if you're curious what it looks like. Uh, unless, of course, we're hanging out together, in which case you're probably going to see it. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. People should jump on Telegram so they can see your cock because it's really lovely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it, the guys on uh, on our Telegram, are, they're super good sports. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, there's a couple of us that get up real early, so it's like four or five o'clock in the morning. You're like it, fighting to see yeah, who it's goes like, first. It's a contest to see who gets up there first. You know, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. So you can join all of that fun at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash front porch swingers. Also, if you guys have not left us a review on Apple Podcasts yet, if you're listening there, please consider doing so. It helps us out immensely and we would absolutely love you for it. And uh, I think that's what we have this week, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's going to be it. Look forward to some bonus episodes, uh, some bonus material coming up soon. Some very cool stuff. Uh, more sex, obviously. Looking forward to uh, some some naughtiness. Getting some naughty in the in the mix here, yeah. absolutely. Not in the digital sense either. We're getting down and dirty. We're gonna get sweaty with folks. <laughs> that's, what, that's happening. Yes, we'll just make sure they're not coughing and have them wash their hands and then fuck the shit out of me. Yes, that's happening. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin. And it can be really intimidating. And we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle. And if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well. So make sure you check out Cassidy.com today. Today.